Just take a moment to admire the fact I just hit a fairway. There's, there's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Oh, oh he's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open champion. Ever welcome back to another episode of the Fairy Finders. It is episode number 56. Um, we also have a full house again this week, which is good. Um, because we do have a massive, massive announcement. Uh, very, very proud of ourselves, our, our like hard, hard work over the last year, year and, and a bit. But we, are, we have now partnered with PointsBet Canada. Um, they are one of the leading sports books here in, the, in, in North America and in Canada. And uh, yeah, I mean, the opportunity arose um, we're very lucky um, and very thankful to everyone, to all of our listeners, to everyone who's come on as a guest, etc. Um, obviously, it's always all been because of you guys. Um, and yeah, Steve and Donny, comments? Emotional, bro. Yeah, very yeah. emotional comments by yourself there. And I, uh, I definitely echo them. But yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's great to get, get points bet on board. They've been doing really, really good things. They've only been in, in Canada since... Uh, early april so they're still pretty pretty early in their journey and they've, they've big plans um in terms of of growth and everything like that and we're we're, we're happy to to jump on board with them and and uh, hopefully help each other out throughout the the journey as well so yeah exciting times ahead for sure exactly exactly yeah listen lads lo- love what you do that's what we've done for a year and this it that's the that's my mo and always has been and kind of always will be but it is very um yeah, humbling and enjoyable, and sure, it's a, it's an exciting opportunity. It's an exciting uh, it's an exciting partnership because I mean, you know, for for full transparency for our listeners, I'm I'm back in Dublin, um, which means you know, it's a different it's a different sort of uh, economy and market over here than what it is to the states. But I mean, points bet these guys are seem to be doing some really great stuff in a great space that is obviously a burgeoning one. Um, so yeah, long may I continue and. Uh, like I still can't get Ryan Fox out of my head. We're gonna get <laughs> well, look, we get on to that because traumatized. <laughs> unfortunately, for for myself and Donny, we had Ryan Fox last weekend in the Dutch Open. I had Ryan Fox and Agent Moronk. Moronk came in third. Uh, Ryan Fox was standing on the 18th with a two or three shot lead. Victor Perez was, I think, two, no, four, three back, three back, what? and he was. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was three holes back, three um, yeah. shots back. Yeah, he was on he was on sixteen when Fox was on yeah. eighteen. And, and uh, well, it, before we jump into that, can can one of you go through our socials because we yes. we yes. always forget to do it and, and we forget again. So, um, Donnie, you you seem to be the social king. Do you want to give us? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, we we try our best to throw out some really useful stats, and we and we generally like enjoy a bit of crack on Twitter, particularly. So we're Finders Fairway on Twitter. We are the Fairy Finders podcast on, or sorry, Fairy Finders pod on Instagram. So I messed that up, which are not to worry. And uh, yeah, we're usually having a bit of crack over there. Uh, also, like if you guys enjoy listening, we love doing this and the reviews are absolutely huge for us. Like it really does make our day when we see that people are enjoying it. I mean, all feedback is great. If we can do things better, then we want to hear that too. But if you enjoy the podcast, if you find the picks, the data useful, the reviews, the, the recaps, please give us a, a shout on, on Spotify. It's just literally a, a click of a button. It's the same on Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, really. Because, I mean, we're hugely, hugely grateful to anyone who's willing to invest their time in uh, in, in in sharing like this whole experience with us. And uh, yeah, it's all yeah, good. Review, reviews are great. Whether Obviously, we'd love a good review. If it's a bad review, you know, if you, if you think that the pod is great, but the anti-Scheffler pro Rory guy, um, he needs to be muted more often than not. You know, that, that's fine as well. We, we, we can take, criticism on board no problem but uh and, and particularly particularly if if the guy who keeps pick, picking guys who blow up on 18 and break our hearts if he's just starting to irritate you i was near misses do let us know because believe me i've irritated myself the last two weeks but what can you do yeah we have to send out a, a search party for donnie there sunday there. we've been so close <laughs> I, I was actually looking at picks and obviously between the three of us we seem to do quite well last seven weeks 
my worst week had been a T5 of Matty Fitz at, at the Heritage. Robbie um, Stani. So that's pretty, that's pretty decent. That's very good. Tracking. I'm, I'm, Tracking. Only, I'm only joking with you, Danny. I'm only joking. Yeah, not solid. Um, so look, I guess back to the, the Dutch Open last week, uh, Ryan Fox hits his drive on 18. It heads straight towards the little creek on the right. It gets propped up by like literal, like one leaf stops it from, from like going into the water. He still has to take a drop. Um, hits his next shot too far right um, over the uh, back of the green. It's in a kind of a spot near where the kind of stand is where people are watching. Um, and it's kind of like dirt and sand right behind his ball. So he has to kind of have a very sharp downswing to uh, hit to uh, hit, hit the ball, duffs it, tosses it into a, a bunker right in front of him, and then hits an okay-ish um, bunker shot and then lips out for bogey. So ends up getting a double bogey. Uh, Perez ends, ends up sinking an absolute fucking monster putt on the par three 17th. And then, to be honest, is 100% favorite then on the 18th. He has a par five in, in front of him. Um, gets to the uh, kind of semi-messes up. It, it Not too bad, you know. He has a putt for... Um, I think it was either par or birdie. Oh, it was birdie, yeah. It was for birdie. 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 Yeah, it was for birdie. Gave it a rattle and and missed it. Missed it, unfortunately, and then got a par and then went into a playoff and it was an insane playoff. Um, It was, to be honest, they played four holes and it genuinely looked like Fox should have won. He should have won 100 and should have won two of those holes. I'd say three, bro. I'd say all three. three, Yeah, I'm going to say like, yeah, probably three though. And Piers just had three absolutely stupid putts like yeah. Robert Perez was it yeah the, the great <laughs> winger the great Arsenal winger and just just oh. uh, yeah and it was it was it was insane like as we were saying we were watching the golf we were watching the odds um as it, as as it went and it was just dipping down as low as like 1.08 at like 1. 1.02 nearly for like Fox yeah I saw I saw three. so um I managed I couldn't deal with the stress so I was in Paris the weekend for the Champions League final. I only got home very late last night. Brilliant weekend. Liverpool is like a religion, basically, of mine. Um, we won't even get into that. But uh, we're we're cruising around, like, around the Champions League, around the Eiffel Tower, actually, when this playoff was going on. And I was just like, this guy, don't this happen again. So I, I, I cashed my bet out for a fairly, like, healthy profit. I think I cashed maybe 400 from 20 quid or something. Nice. You're welcome, um, Danny. <laughs> yeah, I know. And thanks to the lads for advice because they were giving me the play-by-play. It was like uh, the lads were live live streaming it uh, through WhatsApp, basically. Um, it sounded like proper, proper drama. It, it was good. And like, yeah, if, if it like even watched, even just watch the highlights of the playoff on, on, like, on like YouTube, I'm sure the DP World Tour has it up to somewhere. They do. Yeah, they do and have it's... them up. Anyone that hasn't seen it, just go. It, it probably take 20 minutes of your day to go and watch some, some of the... The most dramatic golf you'll see. Um, probably, I'm not going to say this year because you never know at golf. But um, again, like Donny, back to back weeks, your boy is two shots, two shots clear. Uh, going into the or well, Fox was three clear, I guess. Back to back weeks, guys made doubles on their 72nd hole. But you have, like, you have. <laughs> I really just don't understand. You have to look at the caddies here, right? Because um, yeah, I agree. Like, fair enough. Like the way Fox play, I I love watching Fox play. Actually, he he picks his club, he gets in and hits the ball within about 15 seconds. He's probably one of the quicker players on tour. He but I think he as well. Even even after he um even after he hits it into the water the first time, he's hitting three from about two. 230 240 at that point into the green so it, like this is your third shot that you're hitting so if if you have a strong caddy he steps in saying look you can go for the green you're probably going to be a bit rattled you can go for the green if you want but let, let's lay it up to 100 yards um you'll hit your fourth shot from from 100 yards out and maybe you get a par worst case scenario you two puff for a bogey and, and you walk off winning the tournament instead he puts his shot not in no man's land, but he puts it in a in a tough spot, and and getting up and down in two is going to be very very tough. Um, so again, it, it we've seen two examples of Amido at the PGA and and Ryan Fox last week, both just so you know maybe overconfident I would say at that point, um, and and end up fucking it up. So I think, I think it's, again, a, it's a really it's a really difficult balancing act because we all know like as golfers as golfers ourselves like at any level, 
um, when you start playing defensive golf, things go really badly. Now, here's two examples where guys played the shots, like Mito took driver um, at the PGA Championship when he absolutely didn't need to, but it was all confidence, positive energy, positive vibe, positive thoughts with the caddy. These are two instances where it backfired. I mean, as a general principle, when you start trying to defend and 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 when you stop attacking golf courses, like listen, there's there's flags you go after, flags you don't. There are places not to put it and all that. But defensive golf can also like it just it just speaks to the the diff the psychological duress that that golfers are under when they're trying to close out tournaments. And like, look, we'll get into it. That happened, Scotty. Scotty's after you know really missing a chance to 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 win another title there. Uh, Best player in the world, apparently. Yeah, look, well, I mean, we'll get is. to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But look, I mean, it's not twice now that Fox has fucked us um, the last few weeks. Yeah, um, but, Donny, I take your point on on you need to stay aggressive on on golf courses. Yeah, you absolutely do. But when you're standing on 18 t a par five with a with a three shot lead, you, you go five iron, five iron sandwich. You put the ball. Especially when it's a par five. Oh, and especially with his no, life as well. The, the guy hit a seven iron two twenty on uh, in one of the playoff holes. Yeah. So you go, you go five iron, five iron sandwich. You put it into the center of the greens. Yeah, the seven, seven iron. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In the playoff, it was outrageous. But it's it, again, like Caddy should be stepping up there, saying, "Listen, Ryan, I don't care what you want to do. You're gonna here's a five iron. Uh, just hit that and tank tank me in 25, 30 minutes. Don't don't be." Like, you don't need a driver. Why are you taking a driver? You know what I mean? Like, it baffles me, to be honest, especially yeah. with a three-shot lead. I, I yeah. get you. If he was tied for the lead, Donnie, if he was one one in the lead, maybe then you, you stay aggressive and go with the driver. But, yeah, I think I think looking back on it, he'll, uh, he might have a word with his caddy for next time. Yeah, no, no I, I actually agree with, with that. Yeah, I do. I'm with you. Just yeah. a tough spot. But, um, but well done to Victor Perez. Well done, like, the, well the done Victor guy Perez, made. Yeah. Um, and again, go back and watch the playoff. Perez made somewhere in the region of 140 feet of, of putts um, in the, the four-hole playoff, or maybe exaggerating a little bit, but, but no, not No, I'd far. say you're actually not, though, Jay. And even if it does, if it wasn't actually 100 feet, it probably felt like it, because those greens were not flat. Like, they were, the ball was moving a lot from, like, left to right. And, man, I, I, I was sickened. I was sickened. I was watching here on Fox, obviously, and I just couldn't believe it like yeah. couldn't believe it like all three holes i was like fuck yes fox has it fox has it and prayers would have like a 40 footer and would drain it and i was like oh for fuck's sake like yeah. every time and then eventually he just drained one and fox was, was just too far back and missed his putt and shanae but um yeah i mean very very close to a winner again for myself and donnie especially donnie now that's two weeks in a row um, but then, bro, you did get a winner, didn't you? You did, I get, did a winner, get a winner. I did. I, I, why don't we talk about that? Why yeah. don't we talk about them? Um, why don't we talk about the best player in, in the world um, teeing it up on a Sunday in his home state and doesn't make a bog or doesn't make a birdie? Excuse me, all day. Yeah. And shoots two over a par. How about can we discuss that? Perhaps we can. We can. So any thoughts? Got any views? Just Scotty. unlucky. Was it just unlucky for Scotty? I guess that's. I don't think it was. Un- I don't think it was unlucky. He didn't play well. Um, but Sam Burns played absolutely phenomenally as well. So, I mean, as you say, because I didn't catch much of it, um, you did, but I mean, pretty much a lot of the field were two, three over par, and Burns was what, like five, six under par. Burns so, started at four, finished at nine. So, yeah, he was five under for the day. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, look, it wasn't great from Scotty, and it was the first time I saw him kind of being like near human in terms of having a lead and missing some very short putts. Um, didn't seem that confident over the ball. Even the playoff, I was very confident in Sam Burns. I really was. Like, um, and I wouldn't have said that before this weekend, but I mean, Sam Burns played phenomenally, and Scotty just didn't look like himself, to be honest. Um, I saw yeah. he went. He went straight away. Went to a wedding, so maybe he had that in the back of his mind. I don't know, but <laughs> possibly. I did yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah he, he literally it. arrived at a wedding. It was one of his best friend's wedding straight after. So maybe he had that in the back of his mind that he was hit his friend's wedding and he wasn't concentrating too much. I don't really buy that though. He's a professional golfer at yeah, the end of the day. On. But it, look, I, I mean, I think so. My perspective on it, and and also with context that I didn't actually see it because I was flying home from Paris, is I think just 
golf's really unique because it's just incredibly hard to win golf tournaments. It, like, take Tiger out of the equation, the greatest win percentage over any sort of length of time, um, like career, like John Ram's first four or five years, his win percentage was at one point got up to 10%. So, you know, one in every 10 tournaments, he's going to be loads of near misses. And, and I just think fundamentally, it's really difficult to close out golf tournaments. And if you want to, I don't think it's a it's a binary kind of argument of this guy's a closer, this guy's a bottler. Although I do think bottlers exist. But even if you're of a closer, things can go wrong. You know, you can, a, a gust of wind can do you, a lip out, um, uh, a ball landing a divot like happened to Casey not too long ago it's really hard to close out golf tournaments if guys do it every time Tiger's the only guy who ever did it with any like you know with real true regularity yeah um, it made him makes him such a sporting outlier in terms of how hard it is to win tournaments so yeah. I mean I think we can we can say we can say Scotty probably should have won it sounds like in this instance I'm not going to turn around and they'll start making any like accusations that his ability to win is, is undermined or that he's still not world number one because he is, because he deserves to be. For now, Donny, he is for now. Yeah, he's not the most talented golfer that exists. There are guys who have more talent than him, I believe. I don't think the margins of that are big either. I think he will, over time, come back to the rest of the golfing world in terms of how yeah. often he's contending. But right now, like... You know, that's another runner-up finish. Added to the four wins he has this season and, and all the other close shaves. Like, he's still playing exceptional golf. He is. Yeah, and it's, I, there's no dispute in that. And, and I've I've underestimated him several times and got it completely wrong and almost got it wrong again this week um, as well, but but didn't. And, and what I want to see from a world number one is when you're when you're two shots clear, teeing it up on a Sunday, that you, you go out and actually, well, at least put a fight up. You know what I mean? You go... You go make a couple of birdies. Yeah, you're going to make mistakes in windy conditions, but but go make make a few putts. And to be fair, he did make he made three clutch par putts. I'd say coming down the stretch uh, mm. to keep himself in it, but too little, too late. I'd say at that point, and um, an event he should have won comfortably and didn't. Basically, is 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 where we're at. Um, the worst back nine of the day was uh, Harold Varner the third who went. Oh. Goodness gracious. I saw, Have I, a look I at his scorecard if you can. Right there on at the turn. I think he was tied for the lead at the turn. And um did he shoot 10 over or eight or something stupid back nine? He was I saw a screenshot of five guys himself, Scott Stallings. Um, who else is there? Scotty's there. There was five guys at 10 under. <laughs> on a Sunday going yeah, into like um, the, I think with, Riley no, Davis was Riley was there. Was level. Yeah. Who else was there? Riley, Davis I Riley was up there, yeah. yeah, yeah he, was there. he was in the lead at eleven under at one stage, and he he had a double, he had a tee ball out of bounds. So look, it was it was a tough day. It was the wind was howling, um, and it's Colonials is a tough tough track as it is. But um, I was pretty light on uh, on on sort of um, footage that I'd seen. But one thing that like I'm a big fan of Harold Varner just as a person. I think he seems like a really really decent fella. But I saw him loves the Saudis though, Danny. Ah, uh, he won. He won at Saudi. Like, yeah. Listen, whatever. Um, I get it. I get it. Let's not go there. But uh, <laughs> I just, I liked how you know he'd had a, he'd had just another disaster in the back nine, and I saw footage of him posing with fans, with kids signing autographs, happy go, you know, um, yeah. fist pumping fans, just all class, yeah. all class. Yeah, no, he was. And he'll have better days. Like, I'm starting to really rate this guy. Um, oh no, he when he's when he's on he's fucking on like yeah his his rotation through the ball is like he's like one of those um <laughs> you know the manta shrimps that that hit lads with their the, the lads underwater so they vaporize the water in front of them yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Werner's hip rotation is one of the fastest like it fastest is. movements in that way I've ever seen his hip rotation is insane he's got like like I don't know He's got like jet engines in his hips or something. It's, it's, <laughs> to be fair, so hard to like come up with a better analogy than that. But uh, his, his really back impressive. nine was par, par, par. So we're on the twelve t. Not bad so far, right? <laughs> it goes. I shouldn't laugh because this is me on a fucking daily basis yeah, when I play golf. Yeah, it goes. It goes <laughs> triple, double, triple, birdie. Par, double, bogey. <laughs> just so, a fucking, just a, he, the guy just must have lost it completely, I'd say. Um, mentally fragile. 
Um, but he'll be back. He's been playing some good golf lately. Um, hey, three, three. Yeah. I think he'll, he'll be back featuring again. A uh, couple, couple other names to pick out. Tony Fino managed to, to get himself a top five. It's good to see him back. Yeah. Uh, oh, nice. I didn't actually notice that. Yeah. First page of a leaderboard shot a 60, 67, 67 weekend. Uh, Jordan Spieth, he just, he loves the play so much. He, I, I think he's an auto bet top 10 for every, um, every Charles Schwab colonial going forward. Uh, and big shout out to Mido Pereira as well after what he went through last week on, on Sunday. A lot of character shown. Um, to go out and shoot uh, well he's, he was in contention for a, a decent amount but he made a couple of early birdies and just faded away by the end of it but um, yeah pretty pretty impressive from the, the, the kid to, uh, to, to bounce back because how many of us would have just folded and been sulking for a few months after bottling a PGA championship like that but he obviously has a, a set of stones on him or by needle yeah and then- he does and he he knows his trajectory in the game is is all positive and it's all good things and and he's going to hang around and contend again. There's no doubt about that. Oh yeah, definitely, <clears throat> definitely. You definitely won't be getting him at three at three seventy five to one anymore though. Um, that's his, for sure. His numbers his numbers are too good. His yeah. uh, his statistics, his optics, his strengths are too good. Yeah. Um. And then he, as you said, Scotty fell back. Um. Got into a playoff with Sam Burns. Um. They played eighteenth. Oh, teed off. Pretty pretty decently. Sam Burns hit his second just off the back of the green to the right. Scotty was kind of okay, and then Sam Burns absolutely drains his his putt from from off the green wins. So obviously, absolutely delight. I think that was the third time Sam Patrick. Burns got, got me a winner. Yeah, yeah. So. He's got the Valspar. He's got the Sanderson Farms, and now he's got Charles Schwab. Yeah, and Burns Burns drained him, drained it from thirty eight feet uh, off the green, and Scheffler was left with uh, how long are we talking? He had not too dissimilar of a length anyway for his his second. He had thirty six feet oh, for sorry. his second, and couldn't couldn't get it down as he as he hadn't made Anton for for the majority of the day. So, um, yeah, fair play to to Sam Burns. I had a quick look at at future betting for the U.S. Open, and there's still still big prices available about Sam Burns. And um, I think a major is going to be coming for him at some point, whether it's this year, maybe a bit too soon, but uh, definitely yeah. uh, he's found out a way. He's found a way to win. And um, so he's, he's definitely so, want to keep so, those. It's so depressing as a, you know, Europeans and in context, I know. Ryder, this kid couldn't get in a bloody Ryder Cup team. And I know. I saw like a tweet being like, can't oh, wait to see Sam Burns rolling these putts in for uh, the uh, US for the next 15 years. <laughs> I was like, don't yeah. say that. Like, well, we'll, see, we'll, see him now. we'll see him now in action in a team environment in the Presidents a little later in the year. Oh, yes, yes. And he also oh, yeah. um, is now up to ninth in the world rankings. Yeah. But well, we listen. One on points bet currently for, for the US Open. Beautiful. Favorites. Yeah. There's still um, there's still hope for Europe, though. We still, we still have some veterans as well as some uh, some young young talent coming through so i yep. i fancy us for for next year in paris i wouldn't i wouldn't rule it out in rome in rome rome sorry yeah yeah sorry paris no, is in my head are still in your mind from from sunday that's fair enough no i think though that uh, after the weekend, not using the p word seeing um seeing the dp world tour like um perez agent agent moronk etc like they're they're players that i i really hope can keep it up and have a decent chance of getting into the uh, Ryder Cup because they're exciting young players coming up and yeah, you know, the guards. The unfortunate reality is these guys need to be playing. Um, they need to be playing Muirfield Village. They need to be playing Colonial. They need to be playing Copperhead. They need to get on the PGA Tour. It's just unfortunate, yeah, but the strength in that tour is unequivocal. That the golf courses our sterner tests the quality of field are much more difficult and it's just unfortunately the way it's going it's it's maybe a little bit analogous to football in the sense that you've got this powerhouse of a, of a league in terms of the premier league in england and you know it's the equivalent of you're you're playing a french league in in certain respect in terms of depth of quality there are some great players who play the dp world tour but we'll, we'll see what the next step brings for those guys yeah. but anyway but Johnny, do you know what? Just last point on that, I'd agree with you. If if we were talking, if the next Ryder Cup was in the states, I'd I'd want I'd want guys to be going over there playing. But that's true. and it's yeah, why true. why why I was so sweet on Seamus Power getting a, a 
Ryder Cup call up for Whistling Straits. But I think the the way the course is going to be set up in in Rome, not Paris, um, that it should it's it's going to be set up to favour whatever team we we do go with. Um, and I think the the next couple of weeks announcements of of certain fields pending um should be a, a decent indicator as to what our team's going to look like for for next year. So, um, yeah, w- watch this space. I'd say. Yeah, and and also. Uh, Victor Perez, Agent Moronk, Ryan Fox. I know Ryan Fox isn't uh, European, but they've all gotten their uh, open uh, invitations now. So yep. it'll be interesting now to see how they do against the big boys in 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 England. Is it England or Scotland? It's, it's like England, right? Andrew. Saint Andrews, sir. Saint Andrews, yeah. So look, um, that'll be an interesting one. Um, and yeah, look, another winner. Um, great to see. Unfortunately, came so close to getting a double winner in Fox and Burns would have been sick, but that would have been amazing. <laughs> I saw a couple of guys who, who had the double posted on yeah. Twitter. So oh, that, I, I saw. I think it was the golf checker guy had. Uh, yeah, both and fuck, he would have gotten an absolute fortune from it. I think. Um, yeah. But look. Listen, take one winner, bro. Take oh, no, I, 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 I'm not being greedy. Jesus Christ, I'm more than more than <laughs> you like greedy it. bastard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just saying, it, it would have been insane to get to. Um, okay, so we're going to do this this week's golf. I think if you get John Ram in the final group on Sunday, I think he stands on next and he's going to get it done. Because the winner this week is going to be my, my one and done pick. I put, put it on Twitter. Put, put my put my cards down on on the line. I'm going for Rory McIlroy. I'm actually I'm hopping aboard the Billy Ho uh, oh. train. He's 28, so I think you can get him straight off the bat. Not even going to waste time. Paul Casey and Sam Burns, previous winners, both over 22 to one. I think that's an absolute value bet there. My third pick um, is Hideki Matsuyama. I got him at 18s this morning. One thing I want to say really quickly is technically there's three things that you can bet on this uh, weekend. Um, I'm not talking about the uh, ladies golf. I'm talking about this Tom Brady quarterbacks thing that they're doing. I don't know if you guys have seen any of it. I know we don't give a flying fuck about it. I wanted to give it 30 seconds and talk about it. Um, it is Brady Rogers versus Allen and Mahomes are playing this exhibition kind of tournament. I saw that there was odds on this. Couldn't believe that people would be so stupid as to bet on something like this. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I like I like uh, Alan Alan Mahomes plus one fifty on on points bet for yeah. sixty four. Massive um, massive price on uh, young, points bet. Yeah, even young, though, but I, then again, Brady and Rogers are the veterans. But Brady, like, I have heard Brady's absolute is actually sick of golf. To be no, fair, I think but... I think he's overrated. To be honest, I, 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 yeah, I think I'd put him I'd put him in the Scotty Scheffler category. You know okay, I mean? not the uh, Rory category, no. No, no, pure class. Yeah, pure <laughs> class. Um, yeah, okay. I am. Um, I. Uh... I, uh, I don't, don't care. I don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't think so. Good chat, boys. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think so at all. Um, so, yeah, look, I guess we'll start um, with the uh, European tour, if that's okay. We'll start with the with the small boy first, and then we'll go to the memorial. So um, this year, again, it's the, 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 the Porsche Open. Um, it is on in the Green Eagles golf course. It is the Nord course, a.k.a. the North course for for those who don't speak a bit of deutsch um it is the best. Right. <laughs> yeah, right? so um it's it's called it's 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 the green eagle course it is known as the as the green monster course though it is very long it is 7600 yard par 72 um and just to give you a few notable holes here um there is a 705 par five which is yeah. and then it's followed by a 605 yard par five on the 18th so there is five par fives on this golf course um i wouldn't call it by any means a bomber's paradise but you do have to be fairly long in terms of your boat your driving and your and your kind of high irons in order for you to even have a chance of getting some of those power fights. Like I'm just I'm just looking at the feel here. Poor Saren Kelson's playing. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say some lads you aren't long are goosed. Um, God help. <laughs> 
But look, I mean, a 705 yard par five is ferociously long. Um, Probably just a couple of four irons for me, you know. <laughs> be like, if I was allowed to tee it up on the fairway, that's probably three drivers for me. Like, what? A couple of stingers, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, maybe, I, maybe I could reach it in two if I was if it was on the moon. Yeah, I was just saying. If there was no gravity, need some low yeah. gravity to sort that out. Off, yeah. off Mount Everest, I could probably get there. Um, <laughs> and, and as well, it is, maybe. Yeah. it is a type of golf course that has pretty thick rough, and also it has a lot of bunkers around the uh, green. So if you do end up going for it, and, and you know you can get kind of severely punished. So it is a very good uh, golf course. Previous winners are. Um, are, are Amitage and Paul Casey won it in 2019. So, you know, those those type of, of players who have, you know, a lot of power um, in... That was a very, very European pronunciation of, of Armitage there. Armitage, I know, I couldn't... I, I, I Armitage. Armitage. You that going forward. Uh, I have the old German in my head still, you know, ah, from yeah. the uh, Nord. Um, but, uh, so, and then look, we have Tommy Fleetwood um, is on top of the field this week in terms of betting. He's 10 to 1. We have my boy, Adrian Moronk. Um, he's actually, he started off at about 18 to 1. He's now into 15 to 1 on points bet. We have uh, Rob McIntyre at 19s, uh, Jordan Smith at 21. Uh, Rasmus Hogard, um, Ardy Arnaus at uh, 28, Victor Perez 29, um, Matt Wallace 33 to 1, um, Eduardo Molinari 39 to 1, and Henrik Stenson 39 to 1. So, those are just a few I kind of picked out. So, that's a pretty, pretty short price on Stenson. I, I, it's worth mentioning, um, bro, these, these odds are brought to you with a uh, in association with points bet yes and yeah. another thing another bit of housekeeping points bet is points bet canada is available to all customers in ontario age 19 and over and please gamble responsibly yeah important yeah. message dad 100 so um, please don't block lads who blow up on the 72nd hole <laughs> don't, don't listen to donnie's <laughs> tips yeah, just just don't pick donnie's tips and you'll be great as long as there's a cash out option then you're all right yeah, that's it. So absolutely crucial. So um I have I have three picks um for this. Oh, I've two picks. Apologies. Two picks. For the first time in a long time, I have more in Europe than I do in, in on the PGA. So that's I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. I've actually I, I had two and I've taken a third. Um I got oh, three. Good man. Interesting. So um, I'll just do mine really quickly. Um, everyone knows who one of my picks is. He's always my same pick every single week for the uh, DP. It's my it's do my the Polish joke. boy. Do the joke. Adrian the line. The, the tall pole. Um, <laughs> so he look came third last week. Um, unfortunately, was a bit too far back um, from Fox um, and didn't kind of kind of run out of hole. Even though he did actually play well on in the fourth round. Look, I just mean I just can't believe he hasn't won in the last few weeks. He's come so so close, um, and he's a very long player. I do think that this this type of course suits him, um, and yeah, I mean, I just again, I think he's gonna win in in the next few weeks, and I'm gonna keep backing him until he does. Because I he mean, has to, yeah, he, he's getting, keep getting your place money on every him. single week, you know. So. You're, you're too, you've committed to like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're you're totally married to him now, and rightly so. Do you know what? It's a beautiful marriage. Yeah, but I mean, he it's like to be well. like, you know, if I was backing him and he he was missing cuts, fair enough. But he's getting me second, third, fourths nearly every single week. So I mean, oh, I'm happy yeah. enough to keep making money off him, even though it's not the the win that, that that I'm looking for. But um another player I just want to really quickly mention I didn't back him but um Robert McIntyre really intrigued me this week. Um it it was it was it was between him and the defending champion um Armitage and I just Armitage. I just Armitage Armitage I had to go for Armitage but look um I think there's there's a lot of big 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 names here. Like looking at 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 some of them, like I think Robert McIntyre has a serious chance. I think um, Ardry Arnaves has has a serious chance. Uh, Rasmus Hogarth, you know, there's some really big game. Even Matt Wallace, etc. But um, I'm gonna go with Marcus um, Armitage to um, I guess defend his crown. Um, he won it last year, um, and yeah, I mean, I think again his 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 play really suits this like type of course which showed last year 
Um, hasn't been playing that great this year, but again, a course that he's known and won in, I think could be a little spark for him. So yeah, no, 100%. So with that in mind, let me go, because I'm going to take the bullet as well. Um, defending champ, uh, obviously played here, played really well here last year and all that in all facets. And it's a, it's a tough golf course. You kind of need Very to hang tough, in yeah. because he won at eight under last year. Um, so I'm taking Armitage at, at, at 33s. His form has been okay. It's not spectacular. Like he, he missed the cut of Catalonia, but otherwise fairly solid. So in the last eight, in the last eight events he's played, going back to about January, he two top tens and another three top twenties. So he needs a better week with the putter, absolutely. And he's had um he's had a couple of kind of Sunday fadeaways also. A little bit of a concern, but good vibes on this track. He knows how to get he knows how to win around here. So it's more than happy to take uh, the bullet. I'm also going to take Corn in the Finn, um, who's in his 40s now, but he was T7 here last year. Uh, he's posted three top 20s in his last four. Um, he's, a, he's another guy, like 33 to 1. Slight concerns about the length of the track, but he's he basically, he very rarely misses fairways. Um, so even though if he's going in with, with a little bit of a bigger stick than some other guys, he's playing very well, very consistent, hasn't missed a cut in quite a while. Needs uh needs to be a little bit better with the putter, but he's 33s. And then um the guy who I just added, and like listen, it's entirely based on one, love him. <laughs> I think he's absolutely class. Um, and two, he's recently won Adri Arnaus, uh 26-year-old Spaniard, tonks it, absolutely tonks it. Really think he's got a great chance of making the Wider Cup team actually next year. 30 to 1, you can get Adri at. Uh, love that price. Love the optics for the course. Uh, recent form is pretty good. As I mentioned, he's won, he won recently. He had a couple of Lear misses um, of the guys. So he won the Catalonia Championship. Um, another thing that I really like, his last event, he was at Southern Hills. He gained strokes in the field in every facet, aside from putting. Finished tied 30 over there. Um, so he can hang. He's hanging around with, uh, obviously, the strongest field in golf. Um, I think he'll take great confidence from that. Um, not that I think he's lacking any, but Adri's probably my number one pick, actually. Um, so yeah, Adri, uh, Cornyn, and Armitage are my three. Nice, beautiful, Donny. Yeah, I've I've uh, three darts to take this week, and I'm I'm with you on the the Miko Cahornan train as well. Um, so Miko, just to to recap on what you said, he's actually played two events um at this this course, and he's been twenty eighth and seventh on the two times that he's played four twenty five, four top 25s in his last six. His last two events, he's been eighth and 14th. So he's a guy that's playing with a lot of confidence. And I, I actually like the price on him. He's 33 to one on points bet as we speak. And I, I think you're going to get a very, very good run for your money. Whether you take him to win outright, maybe a top 10, I think is, is a, a pretty good bet. And, and definitely a top 20 is worth getting involved with. Um, look out for the big fin to be there on uh, on Sunday afternoon. Um, bet number two is is Mr. Italy himself, Guido Migliozzi, at 70 to 1. So, Mido, like, uh, Mido, Guido, Mido. I'm telling you, my head's gone last, last week or so. Uh, Guido is, uh, he's a guy that has a lot of class, and we've seen him, we've seen him produce some good stuff more so, you know, 12 months ago as opposed to anything recent, but he is starting to show a little bit of, little bit of signs that he's coming back to, to his best. So, last week, uh, he teed it up and was 10th, which is a nice, nice promising sign that he's coming back to a bit of form, especially on a, a difficult enough track. I think you have to say he's played around here once uh, two years ago in 2020, that would be, and he finished seventh. So he likes the track. He showed some good form recently and you can, you can get him on, at 70 to one on points bet, uh, which I think is, is a pretty attractive price for a guy who, who can he can go out and, and get the job done. And last but not least is Ashley Chesters at 100 to 1. Um, so Ashley Chesters has a really good record around here. So the last four years he's played uh, at this course, he's been eighth, miscaught, ninth and 18th. So he has four top 20s in the last three years. Um, recent form, a little bit streaky, but he's starting to show some promise with a, a 21st last week. And I think he's coming just creeping back into form um, and going back to a course that he likes a lot and has a good record on it. I think we're going to see Ashley Chesters um, creeping his name on the, the top page of the leaderboard for, for a lot of the weekend. Um, so again, I'd probably recommend if you want to play it a bit safe, go top 10 bet on him. You'll get a good price on that top 20 bet. 
definitely you uh you probably won't get them right now they're not up at the moment a lot of the top 20s um but look out tomorrow wednesday they'll definitely be up and i i put ashley chesters in your your betting card at, at um 100 to 1 outright and and we'll see what he comes out with for um for top 20s and other similar bets so ashley chesters hundreds guido 70s and miko kahornan 34 to 1 are the three three darts for myself solid we'll have a winner i'm sure of it definitely i i, I think so as well <clears throat> um okay and then do we want to swing over then to the to, to the us uh, let's be honest this is a big one it is big, isn't it massive yeah massive yeah. field this week massive huge 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 event good field um so it's the <laughs> memorial tournament um founded by jack nicholas in 1976 and um, ironically enough or, or coincidentally enough it's a nicholas design golf course as well that we're playing on and um, it's at muirfield 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 Murfield. Murfield. We got a Scottish version as well. Um, Murfield yeah, Village. And nicely for us, it's in uh, it's in Dublin, Ohio. So I'm feeling this, oh, this is a, a nice bit of nice bit of uh, luck for look at the Irish. Um, a suburb in north suburb north of Columbus is Dublin, Ohio. Just in case you are you are wondering there. Um, so the the event itself, a lot of good moments over the years. Uh, we had. Tiger in 2000 became the first memorial winner to successfully de- defend his title. Uh, we had Hideki Mat- Matsuyama winning in a playoff against Kevin Na, becoming the first uh, Japanese player to win on tour since 2008. We had John Ram winning in 2020. Um, that, that win took him to world number one for the first time in his career. And obviously last year we had defending champion John Ram clear but uh didn't fancy coming out for the final round so decided to uh to test positive for covid didn't, didn't fancy closing that one off so um a lot, lot of good storylines over the years uh here at the the memorial tournament so defending champion with an asterisk is uh patrick cantley he shot 13 under par beating colin morikawa in a, a pretty exciting playoff 2020 john ram nine under par uh beat ryan palmer by three strokes so i the, the name to look at there is John Ram, obviously right off the bat. Patrick Cantley uh, won the first of his two titles in 2019, shot a, a 19 under par, beating Adam Scott. And then 2018, you had Bryson DeChambeau, uh, 15 under par, winning a playoff against uh, Ben Hyung and, and Kyle Stanley. So you look at the last four winners, Cantley, Ram, Cantley, DeChambeau. I, I think the trend is starting to go towards classy. You need to be a classy player at top of your game. Uh, have the game to win a major championship to uh, to, to contend here and, and ultimately win. So um, advice for this week, stick stick to the guys who are upper class in terms of um, in terms of ball striking, in terms of tee to green game, tee, ugh, tee to green game. I can't even speak today, which isn't, isn't great for a podcast. Um, but yeah, classy <laughs> players, ball strikers, tee to green merchants, and then uh, hopefully get a, a lucky lucky week with the Potter. And I think we'll we'll find our winner for this week. And um, Brew, do you want to give us a, a rundown? Yeah. Of odds? So sorry, I I apologize for kind of giggling at the start of uh, the reason why I like giggle was just because of our chat last week about Ram always being favorite. And just I just when I saw Ram at like eight one, I just kind of made me giggle a bit. So I do know that he was fair, the, yeah. uh, defending champion. Absolutely, Justin. Now, I, yeah, I, I was, yeah. I am joking when I say he was, uh, he was too afraid to come out and defend his his crown. So <laughs> oh, I thought that was serious. <laughs> well, no, I look. I mean, he, he smacked everyone around last year, and then tested positive for COVID and handled it as well as any human being I could conceive handled that. He How was many was he cleared, Danny? Five seven. shots, six shots. I think it was six. I think it was six. He was ex- he he just wrecked everyone. I think he it shot was six because I was fucking on him as well. Yeah, so I was oh, like, yeah, yeah uh, me and Saturday, Saturday, Saturday sixty three, I think, to get six clear, and he was just so good. He was rolling inputs. His uh, he was fourth uh, strokes gained approach on the Friday, and then first. Uh, on the Saturday and first by like a shot and a half from the rest of the field. Yeah. He, 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 was, he was lording it last year um, yeah. and it was very unfortunate what happened to him, but uh, he handled it with such class. Yeah, he did. He did. And, and you look at him 20, 2020, he won it by three strokes. 2021, he was going to, he was six clear, would have won it by probably at least three strokes, you would have thought. And um, so it's that this is why John Ram is such a short price. 
Yeah. Um, not for me personally this week. I have doubts about his form, but I, I, I wouldn't put anyone off him. Yeah. Um, I would literally, I would say the exact same, Steve. So we have John Ram at 8 to 1, uh, top of the field, followed by McElroy at 10 to 1. They're both extremely short for me. Um, then we then have Patrick Cantley at 14 to 1, Speed at 17 to 1, Xander Shoffley at 17 to 1. Cam Smith, who I think is actually a very dark horse again for uh, this week at 19 to 1. Uh, Morikawa. His sports form around here is actually atrocious. Yeah, it is. He, sets, he actually sets up well for Memorial. He does set up well, team, yeah. But he missed four of his last five cuts around here. Crazy. I, I backed him last year and I, I can't remember offhand where he came, but he there's something about Memorial or, or Muirfield, should I say, that's not really jiving with him. Yeah. Uh, you've Morikawa. Uh, at 20s, you have Shane Larry at 21, Victor Hovland 21, Matsuyama 24, Matt Fitzpatrick 24, Willie Z at 27s, uh, Cam Young at 33, Sanjay at 33, Max uh, Homa at 33, Walking Naiman at 35s. That there you're kind of, yeah, great field, great field, great event. Great field. I think your winner is in that. Is in that bracket, bro. I, I totally agree. Well. I think we're probably going to find our winner within that that space. Yeah, but well, it's I could it, be wrong. The course is generally speaking for killers. So let's go, let's go. Ram, Ram, Cantley, <laughs> Bryson, uh, and then there was three years of kind of weirdness. Jason Duffner won, and then you had Willie McGirt and David Lingworth in back to back years. Mm. Which is just <laughs> yeah. Major uh, champion Jason Duffner, don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, oh, sure. oh no, yeah, I'm not putting. I'm not putting Duffner in with Willie McGirt and David Lingworth. Hideki, uh, Kucher, Tiger, Stricker, um, and Justin Rose going back to 2010. So generally, guys, 40 to 1 and shorter win around here, aside from the two uh, random <laughs> anomalies. That existed. Yeah. I don't think we're getting a David Lingworth equivalent winning this year. <laughs> something something. Tell. I don't even know what price he was. He must have been 500 plus. Oh, he was, I think he was. Oh, do you reckon he was that high? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he was. I saw it earlier on Twitter. He was massive. And yeah. Willie McGirt was 300s and Lingworth was 400s. Beautiful. Nice, nice back to back winners there if you back them. Um, oh. Lads, I'll, do you know what? I have two picks. I'll rattle through them really quickly and then I'll hand it over to. I, I think you both have three, possibly. Two yeah, or three. I have three. I've got. Yeah, I've got I've got three plus two big outside darts. Perfect. Yeah, so I'll I'll rattle through mine, right? So bet number one, the big bet of the week. Um the big bet last week, Justin or not Justin Thomas. Well, I can't honestly, I can't even talk today. There's something something going on with my head. Um big bet last week, Jordan Speeds cashed us a little bit of money, but not quite the full place return thanks to a, a missed four footer uh, at the 18th. The big bet this week is Xander Shoffley at 22 to 1. Um, so Xander Shoffley under the radar he's having a pretty good season he has 8 top 25 finishes in his 13 starts he got a win at the team event which obviously does have a little bit of an asterisk beside it um, playing alongside Patrick Cantley is a, a third at the Phoenix Open um, the last three times he's teed it up he won the Zurich he came 5th at the Byron Nelson and he came 13th at the PGA Championship so I like that I like that form trend although you could argue it's gone backwards three top 15 finishes in a row. Uh, I like I like that form. T to green, he's as good as they come. He's he's ninth for the season. The last 12 rounds that's that have been played on the PGA Tour by this field, Xander Shoffley comes in at uh, fourth in that ranking. And, and this is just, it's such a T to green course. If, if if you have any doubts about your, your man off the tee, if you have any doubts on approach, just don't take him this week. Save him for another week. Uh, he loves the course as well. The last three times he's teed it up, he's been 11th, 13th, and 14th. So three top 10, three top 15 finishes um, in, in those last three years. So I think everything is pointing towards a, a Xander big week this week. The time is going to come where he goes out and dominates a field and wins um, wins an event of, of this nature. Um, obviously, he's done the Olympics and... And there's, there, there is a couple of asterisks next to the, the wins that he has, but it's going to come whether whether you like it or not, Donny. The, the win is on the way, and I think it could be. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love it. He's a great dude. He's a great dude. But it just, yeah. as I've said this a million times, it just, I hate seeing a guy who's afraid of winning. I hate it. It's not fun for him. It's not fun for us. It's not fun for betting on him. It's not fun for anyone. If a guy yeah, well, look, Olympic, good, he has an Olympic gold medal around his neck, Donny. So the boy can win. I no, no, he, he deserved credit for that because that was a that was a great win. Yeah, still. yeah, and he's, then and he's class. He is absolutely class. he is classy player. player. And T, player in the world, 
a lock. Great player. T to green. Yeah, great player. Yeah. T to green. T to green. He's your man. And the other man that you want in a T to green contest. And I think there's there's massive value on 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 this guy this week. And that's one Sanjay M at 33 to 1. So Sanjay M he's been on a little mini heater actually under the radar since April. He already has a win under his belt back in October. So he's a win on the season. Now, my theory on it is that Sanjay got his win. He went on the sauce for about six months. He went, you know, Vegas. He did, he did the whole, the whole lifestyle. And then when major season came around back in uh, in April, he said, "You know what, Sanjay? Enough of the sauce. I'm going to go off it for a few weeks." And um, so he came back in April, shot eight, uh, eighth at the Masters with a closing 75, 20th at the Heritage, 14th at the Zurich team event. He missed the PGA Championship unfortunately due to uh, catching COVID when he went back home. And uh, he was 15th last week at the Charles Schwab, uh, in, uh, Charles Schwab Challenge, I believe the, the full title is. And um, the, the thing I loved about Sanjay's return or his last event was that he was second tee to green um, on, his, on his comeback last week after getting over COVID. He's going to be a lot sharper this week around the greens with his putting and a, a repeat tee to green performance. I think we'll, we'll see Sanjay Im um, feature right up there. Uh, come Sunday, the, the, the worry with him and the negative to be aware of is he has missed his last two cuts around here, and um, yeah. which is a concern. But uh, just the way he's hitting the ball, tee to green, and I'd probably make a similar argument for for Cam Smith as well. I think he he could be a, a great bet. I wouldn't put anybody off him despite his his record, um, because if Cam Smith is killing a tee to green, we know how good he is around the greens. Um, so yeah, Sunday M thirty three to one. Xander twenty two to one. Those are my two two darts this week. Nice, yeah. So Sunjay Sunjay was on my short list, and he just he just came off because of the re- the record around here. So yep. the two missed cuts, and then um the year when with COVID and they played um they played a World Golf Championship here as well. Sixty third, tied fifty seventh. His uh his strokes gained versus expectation. So this is a metric in data golf that uh, sort of ascertains a guy's optics over time and how good he is and, and like how good he should be around the place. It's minus 1.4 per round uh, in terms mm. of shots lost. Uh, it All the other, the numbers for Sunjay are excellent. And I hope he has a great week because we love yeah. Sunjay. But you know what? The, um, the big sell for me was him him coming back absolutely raging after missing the PGA from Coban and goes second tee to green last yeah. week. So I think, I, think it, it, I think he's going to be up there whether... <laughs> Can he win it? Of course he can, but um, yeah, concerns are around his course form. But the, I thing think about can... it, the thing about it with him and Cam Smith is like you're kind of deserving of a bigger price on the two boys because like th- there are some golfers and some golf courses that don't jive. The best example I have is Martin Keimer nearly ruined his career trying to figure out how to play Augusta um, by trying to shake the ball, by trying to hit draws when he was one of the best faders of a ball ever. Um, and maybe that could be the case with these boys. It's not a huge data set. It's only like twelve rounds in the case of Sunjay. Yeah, he's played played three yeah. times. So I give him I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I like the yeah. price. Yeah. There's a bit of value there. Um. So yeah, look, we'll we'll see. We'll see, Donny. Let me uh let me rattle off if you don't mind, bro. Is that cool? We'll save the best. Save the best, best for last, last Donny. Yeah, yeah. Save the best. We'll save the lad who has all the all the bloody winners this season for last. So um. Regular listeners of the pod will know that I'm kind of fairly data heavy, and I I tried to dive in, um, to try and find a an identical kind of winner. So, um, the data point rankings, the, the the different rankings, the different data points I'm looking at this week are number one and in order of importance. Number one, strokes gained approach. So last year, all top five guys were in the top ten strokes gained approach. That doesn't include Ram, who was leading it. Uh, so actually top six. Um, and then in 2019, the top four uh, were uh, like Cantley was fifth in strokes gained approach. Adam Scott second was first. Coimer eighth. Strelman second. So strokes gained approach. Then I'm looking at driving accuracy. Um, so on data golf, you can see correlation between a specific area of a guy of 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 the game that week and its correlation towards uh, strokes gained. The highest one I've ever seen for driving accuracy is around Muirfield, which is about 42% in 2019, which is the highest I'd seen. And I know from looking on Twitter, the rough is four inches long this week. You've got to hit the greens or you've got to hit your fairways. Um, if you are going to definitely drop shots if you are not hitting fairways. Third, par five scoring, four gettable par fives, all between four, 540 and 595. 
you're not going to win this week unless you're playing them about 10 or 12 under for the week because the par fours are brutes, the par threes are brutes, the par fives are the respite, and you need to take the piss out of them, basically. And then finally, uh, Queen's regulation is about 60% around here historically. That's 7 or 8% lower than the tour average. So you've also got lightning fast bent grass greens. Strokes gained around the green, also important. The bonus point that I'm giving to golfers is if they posted the top 10 here before. So in terms of picks, I've got three and then two sort of long shot darts. First pick, I'm taking Max Homa. So one, uh, one relatively recently. In terms of his optics, he's 17th off the tee this year. He's 18th in approach. He's 9th in power five, power five scoring. He ranked 5th on approach at the PGA. Um, tied 6th there last year, um, which I really like. And in terms of his last four, tied 23rd, tied 13th, one, tied 31st. Not missed a cut since January. Great lad. Great lad to follow on Twitter. Um, and I think he's going to go really, really well. Only concern is he's not the best. He's not the best short game player. He's not bad, but he's fairly average. Um, but I like the price. I think he's under the radar considering like the big guns are taking a lot of line like this week. And 33 is I like his price. Second guy, I'm not I, I don't even he's not even on my shit list. Pereira gave me such a laugh and a thrill last uh, during the PGA, and he nearly went he nearly gave me an all-time winner. I think I had him at 371 to one and then 200 to one. And listen, it didn't work out, but he's pure class. He's 50 to 1 this week. He was tied seventh last week, which as Steve mentioned earlier, that takes some cojones to uh, come back and just get right back at it to where you left off. In terms of his season on the PGA Tour, ninth in approach, love that. 26th off the tee, love that. 74th in accuracy, don't love that as much. Um, he's a great putter on bent grass greens as well. By miles, it's his favorite surface. Uh, he said this himself. The stats don't lie also. 50 to 1. It was him and Cam Young was the toss-up. The reason I picked Pereira was because of his strokes gained approach are so much higher than Cam Young. I think Cam Young was down in the 70s strokes gained approach. That's the only... I, I struggled with that one. So Pereira, Cam Young, taking Pereira. Third pick is a funny one. I'm taking Patrick Reed. <laughs> so Patrick Reed in the doldrums is the whole PSG fiasco. The lad couldn't... Uh, couldn't he couldn't drive for a long while he was he but he's he's figured it out so he was tied seventh last week um including that he was 14th on approach and sixth in putting we know how good he is around the greens we don't need to talk about that arguably the best short game player in the world certainly top five um but then just like in terms of his experience around here so like he's posted back-to-back top tens patrick reed's been struggling for two years yet he was fifth here last year and then he was t10 the year before um, so he really likes the place. It, it suits his eye. He hits the fairways, you know. Um, and then of all the guys who played Murrayfield at least twice, he's seventh in strokes game total. So he's behind the likes of Ram Cantley, fair enough. Morikawa not playing this week, and Xander also Matt Kuchar. And then it's Patrick Reed. I was hoping to get better than fifty to one, but I'll still take it. There are three main fancies. Um, I can say one quick thing. Did you just say Morikawa isn't playing this week? I don't think he is. He is. He's my he's my main pick. Who is he playing? Oh Jesus! Yeah, well, Mark, how is I there, just, I I'm Sorry, I I don't mean to interrupt your flow. Yeah, that, that's all. Right. That's well, fine. well, yeah. My my goodness, David Golf lied to me. So if Mark <laughs> is in the field, wow, Jesus. I mean, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, that's also worrying because I think he sets up great for around here. Yeah, uh, that's why he's my pick. Yeah. So. Bollocks. Uh, <laughs> Right, fair enough. Uh, I stand corrected on that. It's been a long weekend. With it's all good, no that's all good. Sorry, trying to avoid tear gas in Paris. Um, the other two, the other, the two big price darts. I'm taking um a guy we really like, all of us. Aaron Rye is 150 to one. Not in great form, but driving accuracy, twenty uh, seventh this year. He's twenty first in par five scoring as well. Um, just it's a big price. It's his first time round here. Yeah. It's the first time around here. That's a negative, obviously. It's same for the likes of Davis Riley, Cam Young. 150 to 1. I'm taking that. And then the other dart, and I mean the tiniest of darts, like literal <laughs> sense, on Kevin Streelman, who's not playing well. Um, but he's made the last five cuts around here. He was tied 13th last year, plus two more top tens, eighth in driving accuracy, hopefully going to give himself plenty of chances. Not a very good putter, which is why he's 150 to 1. Um, so that's me, Streelman, Roy. Uh, Patrick Reed, Pereira, who was nearly Cam Young, and Max Homa. Nice, yeah. And sorry, bro. Before no, before you jump in, there's there's one kind of dart I wanted to mention. 
Um, I don't have a price for it just yet, but there was uh, sorry, there was two two guys top twenty betting that I wanted to highlight. One of them was Matt Jones, who has uh, he's been playing very well. T to Green lately has a, a knack for trickier golf courses. So Matt Jones is going to be around, I would say, the three to one, two to one mark, uh, to finish top twenty. And the other guy to mention was Lucas Glover, um, as well. Another guy that that seems to play well on tough golf courses. Uh, he is, he should be around maybe the, the again the three to one mark to finish top twenty. I'd like to to double both of those guys up, and uh, I'm I'm putting both in the top twenty, top thirty. Uh, so Matt Jones and Lucas Glover for some sort of top finish, whatever you, whatever you choose. Nice. Boys. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, look, I'll go through my tree really quickly. Um, first main fancy, obviously, Colin Morikawa. I got him at 22 to 1, which I absolutely jumped on because that, awesome. that is a huge value for uh, Morikawa. He was beaten last year, as Steve said earlier, in a playoff by Patrick Cantley. Um, played very well, literally, as Donnie said, his his game suits his golf course very well. Now, obviously, my biggest worry is the fact that if, you know, Cantley, Ram especially, or McElroy really turn it on, it'll be very, very tough to beat. But Morikawa does have the uh, tools to at least compete with them. So he's my he's 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 my main fancy at 22 to 1. Um, I also have data on this just very yeah, quickly. Go for it. 12 rounds, 12 rounds at Muirfield uh, Village. His strokes gained on the field per round plus 3.3. Yeah. Which which is also double what he would expect it to be um to be pulling in per round. So this data point factors in the fact that Morikawa is a beast and one of the best players in the world, but it's actually according to the data from 12 rounds, he's actually twice as good as he should be around here. Yeah, the, the other point to mention as well for a plus for Morikawa, mm. he won the, the Workday Charity Open at Murrayfield yep. Village during uh, during COVID, so they played back-to-back events, you might remember. Oh, uh, yes, both, yes. Both yes, at Murrayfield, yes. so Morikawa won, won that event, and then um, he, he bet Justin Thomas in a playoff and then he went up the following week. I can't remember what he did the following week, but I think uh, he, he put another good showing in. So it the only thing to mention, the rough was a little bit more generous when he won the uh, the workday charity open, but uh, accuracy is not uh, not an issue for him. So yeah, a lot, lot of good, lot of good vibes. If you got twenty two to one about Morikawa, massive price, definitely. Yeah, yeah, because I, I I've seen now even on on points bet he's down to. 19 to 1 now so he's definitely coming in a bit um my next pick is uh donny has already mentioned him cam young um i call him mr second this year because he seems to just, just yeah. get second a lot um but look i mean i think he has been playing very well this year um again i think he, i got him at 33 to 1 um and i just think that's just really really good 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 value i mean he's been playing very well um got a lot of seconds and even though i think he's up against the the big boys this this week i think he can definitely get it done if he uh, wants to and then finally my last pick is uh joaquin nyman um who already has a win this year absolutely moonwalked the uh genesis there a few weeks ago um young as well didn't he yeah so um you know uh, I mean, I got him at 35 to one. I thought that was insane value. Again, I know the big boys are are, are here this week, but I think Cam Young at 33 to one and Joaquin Nyman at 35 to one. If you're not going to back the likes of Cantley, Ram, Rory, because they're a bit too short, I think that they're fantastic value personally. Yeah, I think ne- Neiman was probably last off the shortlist for myself. Um, he, he went out, the, the Genesis was a packed field, tough golf course, and he just absolutely obliterated insane, everybody. And- Insane, and he was probably. I think it was between myself and yourself, Steve, and even Donnie as well. We had backed him an unholy amount, and none of us were on him that week. No, we weren't. No, yeah. and, and the other thing, he he was was he final group or second to last group in the PGA Championship? Was was he with? No, he wouldn't have been with me though. He would have. He went. He was. He was in contention on Sunday anyway at the PGA and fell away. So his game's obviously in good nick, and I think yeah. the course is going to sue. I don't know off the top of my head his record around here. I'd I, I would like to see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we talk about T to green and, and you have Joaquin is, is going to be right there. So very tempted. I, I still might get on him, but for now, Sanjay and, and 
Xander are my two, but yeah, Joaquin, I, lo- I love the bet. Yeah. Cue the miss caught, obviously, after. after. Yeah, oh, yeah, standard. Yeah. <laughs> standard, every single one of my five golfers to miss the cut after how poxy I was last weekend. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, facts. Swings and roundabouts, oh. isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, look, that's it. Anyway. So, uh, Morikawa, 22 to 1, big fancy. Cam Young, 34 to 1, 33 to 1, sorry. And uh, Joaquin Nyman, 35 to 1 are my three picks. Beautiful. Beautiful. We clip on at least one of them for a winner. Yeah, yeah the, the way we're going, I think. Which one do you take? Do you, do you pick the hot man? Do you pick the the heartbreak kid in Donny, or, or do you take myself, who has a a first and a, a seventh last two picks? I don't know. I don't know. You you can't back them all. You know what I mean? You can't. I mean, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It it it's it's tough. It's it's. Tough. Well, do you know? I'm not. So I said I said in the pod last week about Ryan Fox that it was literally my favorite pick of the year so far, and how close was I to being right? Hmm. But it wasn't. Uh, fair, I think it's fair though, Donnie. Like, it, like in my opinion, like you were right. Like it was yeah. just Victor Perez's putter. It goes to show you. It goes to show you. Wrong, you know what I mean? So like, here's here's a here's a hot take for you, folks. Picking winners in golf is actually super hard. Um, <laughs> and, and I, to be honest, I don't think I have a pick this week that I'm totally like in love with. Mm. I mean, if I were going to give it out of ten, I think my favorite pick is probably just about Max Homa, but it's like a seven. Um, so yeah, use use that information. Don't use that information. Tell us that we're entertaining. Tell us that we're boring the arse off you. Tell us something. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> just, what, and thanks so much for all the support. Obviously, here's here's the very last point, right? If we're gonna put if we're gonna put ourselves into golfer equivalents, I think Brew is uh, is this season is Scotty Scheffler. Um, a lot of winners, a lot of wins yeah. already. Law of averages might catch him up. Uh, I put myself down it, as no, it, Sorry, it will fucking catch you up. <laughs> Not yeah, it I, might, it will catch yeah, you. I, I put myself down as Rory McIlroy, pure class. Um, doesn't, <laughs> does, doesn't always perform on a big stage. And I, I put Donnie down as a mix of uh, Mido Prayer and Ryan Fox. Excellent, excellent all around, just hates the 18th hole. So if you want, if you want a little golfer description <laughs> yeah. of the three. You know what he loves though? He loves the 19th hole. You. Hey. You. I think that's a good point to always- leave it on, is it? It is. Let's go All right. Perfect, boys. Talk to you soon. God bless. Go on. Just take a moment to admire the fact I just hit a fairway. There's, there's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot. So why waste time doing it? And wherever I go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it. Oh, oh he's Spain. done it again. This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open champion.